we're not in the great outdoors, we're thinking about it. Kender Outdoors, come on into the camp house and make yourself at home. Wow, what a get-together we had in downtown Dallas last week with the Dallas Safari Club. If you weren't there, you need to do it right now. Block out the dates for 2023. You don't want to miss this party. It is a conservation celebration like no other. And it was so wonderful to be back in person again. Hey, I'm Billy Kinder. Welcome to our campfire here at Kinder Outdoors. Front door to the camp house is brought to you by Calming Care from the trusted name Purina. Calming Care is a probiotic for your dog, but it does a lot more than that. It's specially built, specially formulated to settle the overactive dog, the one that barks incessantly or tears up the furniture or carpet during a thunderstorm. Give it a try if that's your dog. Calming Care. Your vet knows about it. Hey, I want to give you some numbers from the Dallas Safari Club Convention and Sporting Expo last weekend. And as I give you these numbers, keep in mind that this is through three days only. And this was a four-day event. It ran through Sunday, but as of last Saturday evening, raffle sales for the event were up 29%. The Dallas Safari Club store at the DSC Convention and Sporting Expo had sold more than $100,000 worth of merchandise with a day to go. The silent auctions had brought in more than $169,000, and more than $2 million had been raised through the live auctions. Through three days, the Dallas Safari Club membership grew with 700 new members and 60 new life members like me. The numbers are overwhelmingly positive. People came from all over the world. I knew on Thursday when I looked out over the crowd and said, you know what, this may be the best Thursday crowd that I've ever seen at this event, that it was going to be big, and it was. I'm so proud of this accomplishment after a very, very hard couple of years, COVID. No get-together at all last year. And this great conservation organization with great leadership, navigated those stormy waters, did a stellar job in that navigation, and now we have an olive branch. There's dry ground ahead. In fact, I think the ship landed last weekend. You see, the turkey folks in Tennessee were watching this. The SHOT Show people in Vegas were too. Every conservation organization that depends on a convention and expo had both eyes on the DSC convention and expo. The first of its kind, the leader of the pack every year. A giant success, and I couldn't be more proud of my organization, the Dallas Safari Club. If you're not a member, you really ought to be. Learn more at kinderoutdoors.com, K-I-N-D-E-R. My friends at Lone Star Outdoor News came up with those numbers. What a show we've got for you today. Alton Jones Jr. from Major League Fishing's Bass Pro Tour. Yep, we've flipped the calendar. It's a brand new year, spring. Hey, it's just weeks away. And that means that a great deal of our attention turns to a bass rod or a crappie hole. We're talking to Alton on the show today. Along with Kyle Brookshire with the Texas Sherlunker Program. You know, he was on with us just a few weeks ago uh, to kick off the new year. But we've already got giants showing up on the scales as part of the Texas Sherlunker Program. And we'll talk to Kyle about it. Sure glad you're here. Grab yourself a cup of coffee and prop your feet up. You're in camp with us at Kinder Outdoors.
Hey, I need to say thank you so much to Robert Reeves of Westlake, Texas. He was the winning bidder with that Kinder Outdoors, Dead Rabbit Lodge, Mr. Crappie Cast and Blast that we put together. We're going to Lake Fork to catch Big Slab Crappie. And then it's off to Pierre, South Dakota, the Dead Rabbit Lodge, shooting pheasants for a few days. We're going to have a blast, Robert. Thank you for your $11,000 bid, benefiting the good work of the Dallas Safari Club. Speaking of fishing, it's a free fishing weekend in the state of Wisconsin. That more than likely means that you're going to need an auger to get started, but you don't need a fishing license today or tomorrow in the state of Wisconsin. We're starting to talk more about fishing now, but there are still some hunting seasons open across the country. This is the final weekend in North Texas for does and spikes. Check your county regulations before you take off. I'm going. I'd like to put a doe in the freezer today. Quail are open through the last weekend in February in Texas. Got a nice long season for running your dogs. In Nebraska, pheasant, quail, and partridge is open through January 31st. So are prairie chickens. Out in Arizona, you've got three weeks left to hunt quail. February 6th. That's when the season ends for the state's three main species, gambles, scaled or blues, and Mern's quail. I had a fabulous time hunting Mern's quail right there on the Mexican border back in 2009. Pete Delkus, Kevin Geisler, and I made the drive, hauled the dogs out, hunted public land, and found some birds. We found plenty of birds to make it a great hunt. I want to be clear, when I talk about calming care to settle the overactive dog, the overbarker, the overjumper, I'm not talking about a drug. By no means am I talking about drugging your dog. It's a natural, safe, effective product that works over time with the overactive dog to settle him or her down. Order it from Chewy.com. If you have an overactive dog, calming care. Hello, I'm Corey Mason, Executive Director with Dallas Safari Club, and this is our Second Amendment, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Outdoor Texas Camps develops outdoor skills in boys and girls aged 9 to 17. Bass fishing and fly fishing, saltwater fishing, archery, rifle, and handgun, trap, skeet, and much more. Outdoor Texas Camps is offering $400 scholarships, courtesy of the Sportsman's Club of Fort Worth, to girls in the North Texas area. Visit OutdoorTexasCamps.com. Safe and time-honored skills for our youth. Outdoor Texas Camps is filling up fast for 2022. Act quickly. OutdoorTexasCamps.com. Hey, I want to let you know about something that's brand new and coming to South Dakota this fall. The Dead Rabbit Lodge. <laughs> you see, the owner received his higher learning from the University of South Dakota, the Coyotes. The dreaded enemy of the University of South Dakota Coyotes is the South Dakota State University Jackrabbits. Therefore, the name, the Dead Rabbit. The Dead Rabbit Lodge sits on the eastern bluffs of Big Blue Lake Owyhee. The view from your giant Western Canada Red Cedar Lodging stretches from the dam to the south almost all the way up to North Dakota. The Big Lodge is finest splendor from top to bottom, perfect for big family or corporate groups. But the Dead Rabbit will also feature separate hotel-style rooms, a great game room and bar for entertaining, 
guest-only dining featuring the rabbit's award-winning chef. Oh, and about 40,000 acres of the finest pheasant hunting in the world. You won't forget the dead rabbit. Since 2003, Bend Knee International has answered the call to take the good news of Jesus Christ and the hope of the gospel to the Navajo Nation and the people of Siberia. Many have never heard the simple but magnificent message that Christ is God, who loves us so much that He died for our sins, defeated death, and rose again. The simple message of salvation brings the gift of eternal life if we'll only believe it. I am Tom Watson, President of Bended Knee International. Learn more about Bended Knee at BendedKnee.org. You'll know Toby Meadows when you run into him on the lot there at Classic Chevrolet and Grapevine. Because on his name tag is a big green bass. <laughs> He's earned the right to wear that big fish around. He's caught three over ten pounds. Yes, sir. Three times. Uh, twice on Lake Fork and once on Lake Conroe. This lifelong passion for Toby started in the cab of that old Chevy truck, headed for the fishing hole a long time ago. I had an uncle. Uncle Jim got me started. And it was just a little cork popper with little black and yellow feathers. Looked like a bumblebee. And that started it all. Three ten-pounders. And 19 years with the classic Grapevine family. And Toby is still going down the road in that Chevy truck. These days, though, it's a little newer, a little less bumpy, and a whole lot more powerful. Yes, it is. I like it, too. Especially that diesel. Got that half-ton diesel. It's good. Nice truck. Lifelong memories await your bunch in the cab of the truck. Get started at ClassicChevrolet.com. Dove hunting in Argentina is well documented, but as my friends at J.J. Caseria, Cordoba Doves will tell you, the duck hunting is unmatched anywhere in the world. Lane Balky is the U.S. representative for J.J. Caseria. The duck lodge uh, is in Corrientes. We shoot 30 ducks in the morning and 10 per days in the afternoon. We have 11 different species of ducks. We have a duck season from the 15th of April to the 31st of August. You are assured before you ever leave American soil that you're going to feel welcome and at home when you hunt with your new friends at J.J. Castelleria. Our lodge is beautiful. It's four years old. It has 10 double bedrooms, all with private baths, all heated and air-conditioned. Uh, it's very comfortable. We don't put on air, so you'll feel as relaxed in the lodge as you do in your living room. Hunt world-class doves and ducks in Argentina. Plan next year now by visiting CordobaDoves.com. My name is Jose Grasso, the owner of JJ Caseria. Can see me in Argentina. and fishermen gather here every week. Boy, we need another freezer. This camp house is Kinder Outdoors. State of Arizona is now accepting pronghorn and elk hunt applications for their draw. You can apply through 11.59 p.m. Arizona time on uh, Tuesday, February 8th. They've been yanking big fish out of O.H. Ivy Reservoir in Texas again. This place was on fire last year, and guess what? It's back. Last year, OHIV produced 12 of the 23 13-pound or bigger bass out of Texas waters. I've asked my friend Kyle Brookshire to join me again on the show. I love talking to, uh, to Kyle because that means that giant bass are showing up. Hey, Kyle, welcome back to the show. 
Hey, thanks for having me, Billy. Glad to be here. Program leader for our Texas Sharelunker program is uh, Kyle Brookshire. And before we get to big green bass, I want to talk about big brown bucks. Did you kill a big deer this year? <laughs> I did. I, t- I killed a really nice buck this year. Really? Tell me a little bit about this. Well, uh, it's one of the target bucks that we had on, on the hit list for this year. Uh, last year, he was a really nice buck. Um, this year, definitely mature. Got a little bit bigger. And I only see him on camera once in the early season. So we weren't sure if he was going to be around at all. And I, uh, I've been hunting kind of my favorite stand, I guess you could say, most of the season trying to get an encounter with him or one of our other main bucks that we're after. And um, I, I guess it was one of those cases of trying to hunt where you want to be instead of the deer want to be. So <laughs> after a, a couple of unsuccessful hunts, I said, you know, I'm just going to try uh, one of these other spots we have. Um, first time I sat there all season and, uh, you know, about an hour after daylight, I had him on the ground, so that's the first encounter, first time I'd, we'd seen him since early season, so it was pretty incredible. Wow, isn't that amazing? Sometimes you chase a deer for half of his life or all of his life and just never come in contact with him, and then boom, sometimes it happens like this. Congratulations. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you. I'm very blessed, so thank you. You bet. Uh, it is Texas Sherlunker season. Kyle was on uh, on with us just a few weeks ago to kick off the new year in a brand-new Toyota Texas Sherlunker uh, season. Uh, and for the benefit, Kyle, of folks that are new to, to what we do around here, uh, just tell us basically, what is a sharelunker? What are we talking about? Uh, basically, we're talking about a trophy bass. Anytime we mention the word sharelunker, you know, we're talking about trophy size, largemouth bass. Um, most of the time, what people are going to be uh, referring to are going to be bass over 13 pounds. Yeah, that uh, come out of Texas waters, uh, either private or public. They all qualify to... Uh, to be a Texas sharelunker. They must be pure Florida strain, though, correct? Well, they don't have to be pure Florida strain um, for the process, which is a little bit of the nitty-gritty side of things. But uh, they have to be a minimum 13 pounds certified weight in order to be collected for what we call our legacy class. Uh, now, the program does have expanded entry categories, uh, which are really data collection efforts for our management teams. Um, and that happens year-round. But specifically, what we kicked off in January is the collection season, and that's those fish that have to be a minimum 13 pounds. The sharelunker season, I just wanted to get a report card. Here we are, middle of January. Uh, how are we looking so far? What's going on? Uh, we're looking really good. You know, uh, not soon after we launched the season, we got two entries this past week, um, one on Wednesday, one on Saturday, um, one from Randall Ramsey, another one from Tyler Anderson. Uh, both fish came from OHIV. Uh, they're our first two entries of the 2022 season. Uh, but normally when we get you know, two, three, four entries in January. As long as the weather holds, it's going to be a, a pretty pretty big spring for, for bass fishing. Yeah, it sure seems like it. Now, 13 pounds or bigger, how big were these two OHIV fish? Uh, Tyler's was just uh, almost right at 14 and a half, and Wendell's was just shy of 15. Just shy of 15. <laughs> Giant bass. And if you keep up with OHIV and what's been going on down there, it's – Countless, the five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten pound bass that have been coming out of there. It's just been producing giants for two years. It has. You know, it's it's funny um, when we're on our way back both times. So on Wednesday when we were on our way back, about an hour or so after we left the lake, um, headed back to Athens with that sharelunker, another angler caught a fish, brought it to the scales, weighed it in, and certified it at twelve eighty eight. Oh, so just <laughs> just shy of thirteen pounds. And then the same thing happened on Saturday, and I want to say that fish was 1266, so just over 12 and a half, not quite 12 and three quarters. So 
And wow. We almost had another, uh, another double Sherilyn Rentry day from the same lake, which would have been incredible. That's amazing. Just up the road from O.H. Ivy is another historically great lake. It's had its trouble with golden algae through the years, but Possum Kingdom kicks out a lot of big bass. And the really great thing about Possum Kingdom right now is everybody's down on O.H. Ivy. you got the boat ramp to yourself, no problem. you got, you know, your brush piles, your spots. They're all kind of open right now. That's a, that's a good problem to have on, on P.K. <laughs> that's right, yes, that's. You know, there's quite a few Texas lakes um, this side of, of OHIV, east of OHIV, that probably are seeing just a little bit less pressure right now, and I think some guys are pretty excited about that. Are there some other bodies of water around that you're hearing rumors about that may catch fire soon? They're, they're, they're doing well. They're producing big fish, just not kicking out 13s? Uh, yeah, there's several lakes that are, that are kicking out a bunch of double-digit bass, uh, but they're just not quite that 13-pound mark yet. One of them to keep an eye on is going to be Choke Canyon. Um, it, it's got a lot of water, and... Um, it's got a lot of r- really fertile water, so I think that, you know, pretty soon we're going to start seeing some Sherlocker-sized bass come out of there. Um, really, it's only a matter of time, I think, on that reservoir. Uh, there are those that predict that Fork will uh, have another heyday as far as Sherlocker entries go this year, so uh, only time will tell if that will hold true, but, you know, Fork is, is kind of your wild card. It, it's always going to have a few, um, but, you know, some people predict it will have more than just a few this year. As always, Kyle, we appreciate the hard work you guys do there at the Share Lunker program. It's it's first class and, like we've talked about before, copied uh, all over the place because it's been uh, so successful. Keep pumping out those 13-pounders. We love looking at them. We will do. Thanks, Billy, so much. It's always fun to talk to Kyle about those giant bass coming out of Texas waters. Hey, if you own a dog, keep Fortiflora in the fridge. They will experience GI upset from time to time. And when that happens, it's Fortiflora to the rescue. It stops GI upset. Order it from Chewy.com or pick it up at your vet's office. We're headed for Northfield, Minnesota to talk to our friend Tom Dockin at his world-famous Oak Ridge Kennels. Tom, welcome back. We're going to talk about trailing today. And trailing is something that I think a lot of people just overlook in their training process. And it's one scenario where when you've got a bird knocked down especially, that you don't always have them knocked down for good where they're going to stay put. And a lot of birds are lost due to the fact that your dog does not know how to go to a, an area where the fall was, work it out, and then trail off after a bird. And some dogs are really good at this. In a lot of cases, it was a result of having things go perfect uh, in a few scenarios where the bird only maybe went 10, 15 yards. The dog stayed on the trail and picked the bird up. And, and most dogs, what they'll do is they'll come into an area. Uh, if the bird was not where it was seen falling down, they're going to come in, make one short little search, and if they don't find it, they're going to quit. Well, we know that this is just a result of the dog coming into an area and being unsuccessful. So what I'll do when I'm training, I'll take a bird uh, and I will. Uh, have it on a string, and I will drag it. And normally uh, I want to do this when the, the grass has got a little dew on it. It's going to leave a better scent trail. But that trail is only going to be about 10 yards. I'll encourage the dog to come in, get downwind, stay with that trail, and I always leave the bird there for the dog to find. Now, as time goes on, we can increase the length of the drag to where you have uh, maybe a little loop in it, a zig or a zag in it, 
But the whole idea is you need to do this slowly so your dog can gain confidence in trailing and finding those dead birds. You'll get to the point where your dog can do a trail, you know, two, three, four hundred yards long, provided that you start off really short, build your dog's confidence up. And one other thing, the dogs love this game once they learn how to play it, and you're going to find you're going to have a whole lot more birds in your bag at the end of the day. Hey, thanks, Tom. Tom Dockin in Northfield, Minnesota. Let's grab a cup of coffee. Hey, everybody. It's Dominic Zamato with Two Rivers Fly Shop in North Fork, Arkansas. When I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm sure thinking about it with Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. Billy, are you sinking? It looks like you've got a heck of a hole in your waders there. U.S. Highway 287 carries elk hunters and fly fishers, snow skiers and bird dog chasers, 72-ounce steak eaters, buried Cadillac picture takers, antelopers, prairie doggers, and rattlesnakers. The Herdware Store sits on Highway 287 near Goodnight, Texas. Now, only 18 people live around here, so to keep the lights turned on, we need you 287 travelers to stop by. Come in out of the weather and take a look at the most unique store between the Gulf and Pacific coasts. One-of-a-kind artwork, jewelry, knives, and more. Feel the luxurious softness and warmth of bison socks, gloves, hats, beanies, blankets, and scarves. You'll think it's cashmere, and it's warmer than wool. Our sister company, Buffalo Wool, produces the finest bison products on the planet. The herdware store is boots and shoes, bison blankets and throws, even bison meats for the road. The herdware store, 42 miles southeast of Amarillo. Hey, drop by right now at herdware.net. Introducing Canyon Valley Provisions. Grass-fed beef is high in omega-3s and conjugated linoleic acid, which is known as CLAs. In layman terms, it's a type of fat that your body can use, and it doesn't damage your heart or any part of your vascular system. Buy better beef for your family. We manage holistically, or some people call it regeneratively. We want everything that we do to be a part of our good stewardship of the land. We think that's what God's put us here to do, so... The cattle are healthy and the land's healthy. We want both. We don't want one or the other. If you were to buy a grass-fed, grass-finished steak by the pound, you'd pay anywhere from 18 to $30 a pound. But if you buy a quarter, half, or whole, you're ranging from anywhere $7.80 and below. So you're paying a third of the price for that steak and, you know, those good cuts. And you get a whole lot more bang for your buck when you buy in bulk. Don't let 2020 happen in your home again. CanyonValleyProvisions.com. Raising cattle in West Texas for five generations. Life is better outdoors. Relax and find your space at the beautiful vineyards, campground, and cabins on Grapevine Lake. Well known for its peaceful setting, lovely grounds, lakefront views, and accommodating Texas-friendly staff. Our full hookup sites can accommodate all bus or RV sizes and offer 50-amp service, many spacious pull-throughs, cable TV, and lightning-fast Wi-Fi. Our fully furnished cabins make it easy to feel miles away without actually roughing it. Enjoy a partially shaded private beach, large playground, fishing pier, water sport rentals, hiking trails, and more. The on-site camp store offers a wide selection of camping supplies, groceries, and gifts. Our landmark pavilion is perfect for your next reunion, rally, or wedding. You'll feel miles away from everything when you're only minutes from anything. Check out historic downtown Grapevine with various entertainment venues, large festivals and events, restaurants, wineries, shopping, and the new world-class Harvest Hall. The Vineyards Campground and Cabins. VineyardsCampground.com. 
National outdoor writer Ken Kirkaby knows of what he writes. I think I probably hunted just about every western state. Uh, yeah, and I fly fished in a lot of those places. He's fished the waters, walked the land, and harvested the game that makes him authentic. That's where the basis of that comes from. I wanted to make this really authentic, and I wanted people to identify with it. Guys like you and I have a real hard time finding good stuff to read because it's written by guys that just don't know what the heck they're writing about. And guys like you and I, we read two pages and we say, hey, that's phony. This is this is not the way it is. Ever since The Old Man in the Sea, fishing novels have been scarce on the horizon. That was until national outdoor writer Ken Kirkaby wrote his blue water classic, The Tournament. Chuck Winchler of Sporting Classics says you can read The Tournament in about the time it takes to catch a big marlin. And every moment will be just as fun, just as exciting. Jennifer Mayhall of Paradise This Week says, The Tournament reels you into the world of sport fishing and doesn't let you go. The Tournament by Ken Kirkaby. Get it on Amazon. For the land of the free and the home of the brave. From high school gyms to towering stadiums, every time I see our flag wave, I feel a humbling reminder of the brave who keep and have kept us free. I stand to honor the sacrifices of the generations before me. Heroes who charged into battle through bombs and bullets, who lost their brothers and still pushed through fighting for every inch of our freedom. I stand for my brothers who can't stand anymore. Men who hunted terrorists to the ends of the earth, who sacrificed their bodies and their lives so that we could peacefully live ours. I stand for the children, the spouses, and parents whose family made the ultimate sacrifice for us. We are all standing we're the National Rifle Association of America, and we are freedom's safest place. That view from the porch is pretty awesome this time of year. Let's sit and visit a while at Kinder Outdoors. I was visiting with my friend Kevin Wellborn from Joshua Creek Ranch last weekend at the Dallas Safari Club Convention and Expo, and he was telling me how they are busier than ever right now. People not only want to get away, but they want to get away to a place where they'll eat well, sleep well, and hunt well. The bird hunting, the upland bird hunting, the dogs, the guides at Joshua Creek Ranch are the very best. I promise you, I've been a bird dog man for decades and decades. They know what they're doing, and they put a great hunt out in front of you. Learn more about Joshua Creek Ranch when you visit me at kinderoutdoors.com. My special guest on the show in the camp house with us this week is Major League Fishing's Alton Jones, Jr., and I'm so glad you're here. Welcome, Alton. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, it's good to have you here. We're going to talk about fishing and life in general today. It's, you know, it's uh, it's getting into winter time now. Surely you don't fish in the winter time, do you, Alton? Believe it or not, winter time is my favorite time. <laughs> uh, you know, everyone else gets in the tree stand and with a bow. Um, you know, the lakes get a little less crowded, um, and once those fish kind of come out of that fall funk, they get pretty predictable, and it's best time to catch a big one talk to me about that fall funk a little bit why does that happen and, and what is it what what are they doing I, you know in the fall funk they're they're feeding up getting ready for winter um and you'd think oh they're feeding it'd make them easy to catch but they key in so hard on shad and shad are so nomadic 
in, in this time of year, bait is abundant. I mean, you can go to any lake yeah. um, in the state, and, and you're going to see shad in every pocket, and they're suspended, and, and the bass just get out and chase them. They get very, very scattered out, and uh, shad are unpredictable. Therefore, the bass become unpredictable. Once, you know, the winter, t- you get those few big cold fronts, you get the water temperature really to drop. Those shad have to go to those, you know, creek channels, and, and, and they get a lot more predictable just to survive. You know, yeah. they go to their winter haunts, and the bass follow. Um, and they group up again, and, and uh, although they're cold-blooded, they don't have to move as much and eat as much. They just get more predictable and, um, in my opinion, a little easier to catch. Yeah, there you go. Well, you make it look easy all the time. So uh, let's talk a little bit about growing up in Waco, Texas, because I've got a little history in Waco, Texas, and uh, I know something about the old Elite Cafe. Is the Elite still open? Uh, I don't think the Elite is there anymore. It's it, it's it's all been taken over. Uh, I believe that's Magnolia Table now. Okay. Uh, it's uh, Chip and Joanna Gaines own that. And okay. The yeah. one right there on the circle of the south. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's now Magnolia Table. So. Okay. So they used to have all you could eat uh, boiled shrimp Monday night football parties down there, and I was I was front row and center for that. There's a burger place down there that has that is misnamed, and and uh, I've never understood this. The Health Camp will give you one of those heart attacks in a sack that is worth dying for. Those are the, the best burgers anywhere, but it's called the Health Camp, Elton. I, you know, I, I don't know if you know that's correct marketing, but uh, <laughs> I always, you know, growing up, I always know why would I want to go to a health camp as a little kid. Then yeah. my dad finally took me there, yeah. got me a chili cheese dog and a milkshake, and I finally got to see what health <laughs> camp is all about. Um, Not great. a lot of health. There's not a lot of healthy about the health camp, but it is awesome, pure awesomeness. I don't think they know the word salad there. So, you know, it's, it's, all, it's all grease and fried food, but it's delicious. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of guys uh, have horror stories about the day they told their parents or they told their spouse uh, that, hey, I'm going to be a professional angler. There's been a lot of horror stories there. Families have been broken up on that topic. You, that's a different story. It's in your blood. It's in your genes. Yeah, so uh, growing up, my dad was a, a professional bass fisherman. He's been doing it since I was born. Um, so you could say I was, I was born to fish a little bit. Uh, I was homeschooled, traveled all across the country with my, with my parents, uh, you know, because my dad was gone so, you know, basically six months out of the year. Yeah. Uh, it was, that was our way to keep, you know, keep the family as a, as a whole unit for most of the year. And, um, you know, my sisters might have a different opinion on it, but I was fishing all the time. I loved it. Yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't change it for the world. And, um, I got a got a behind the scenes look of what it takes to be a professional bass fisherman, you know. So when we're out there fishing with my dad, it, it while I learned a lot and it was fun. These weren't fun fishing days. These weren't just lazy days out on the water. He's comp, you know, he's in competition mode. He's practicing these events, um, learning these events, making me as a ten year old fit kid fish without hooks in the snow. Yeah. Um, so I got to see the hard part, um, you know before I actually started my own career, which I which I think really really helped me. And I was very blessed, very fortunate to get the opportunities I did as a young age. Yeah, a lot of guys think they want to be a professional angler, and they reach some degree of success. And then they realize that, oh, I've got to stand at boat shows when I'm not fishing, and I've got to be there 12 hours a day smiling and enjoying myself and representing my sponsors. And then tomorrow, I need to take sponsors fishing all day. And then the next day, I need to drive 800 miles. And then the next day, I need to win a tournament. It's a grind. And I think a lot of guys, when they see the full picture, uh, maybe that's not the right career choice for them. But you saw it all. Yeah, yeah. I, I got an inside look at it. And uh, I think you hit the nail on the head is, is the, the driving 800 miles, the time on the road, the time away from your families. Um, that's the hardest part. I mean, um, to do this, you got to – 
the fishing side comes easy. It's at, at a core. It's, we all have a passion for it. So even on the, on the bad days, we're still enjoying. We're doing what we love. So yeah. you know the, that while it's hard work, it's it's our passion. So you can kind of write that off. But um, you know the time on the road, time away from your families, uh, just the travel in general, um, I think is what a lot of people don't prepare themselves for. And um, you know there's a, there's a lot of highway time. I always say we're just glorified truck drivers. That's it. So. <laughs> This is a Kinder Outdoors Conservation Minute, a focus on people that make a difference. At the Outdoors Tomorrow Foundation, we're really happy to have more than 50,000 kids in school classrooms learning about archery, fishing, boating, and other outdoor skills each year. We're thrilled that we have grown to schools across the United States and continue to grow. We're humbled that teaching wildlife conservation to our future generations have been so eagerly accepted by more than a quarter million kids so far. We're happy, thrilled, and humbled, but we're not stopping. The Outdoor Adventures program in junior highs and high schools across America has proven to be a hit with kids, and in case after case, we've seen Outdoor Adventures' young lives changed. Kids that just were not into school and not involved are now excited to get into the classroom each day because of Outdoor Adventures. The kids earn classroom credit by learning the outdoor basics, and they smile while learning. If you want Outdoor Adventures in your local school, Contact me, Scott McClure. I'm at GoOTF.com. That's Scott at GoOTF.com. Preserving what we love and educating the next generation every day. To learn more, visit us at KinderOutdoors.com. We're going to pick up our conversation with Alton Jones Jr. coming up in just a couple of minutes. Right now, though, I want to uh, welcome my friend Larry Wysoon back in here. I want to talk a little bit about bullet weight. You know, that stumps a lot of guys when when there are actually bullets on the shelf and they're getting ready to go to the range to prepare for a, for a hunt. Uh, they want to look at that bullet weight and be confident that they're going to the range with the right stuff. But how do you determine that? What do you look at? Actually, I think bullet structure has as much to do as bullet weight sort of thing and accuracy. Uh, I, I shoot Ruger rifles, and when it comes to hunting white-tailed deer, hunting even North American big game species, until I get into something like an elk, and even there that's kind of on the lower end side of it, but like a moose and some of the big bears, then I really step up in terms of the caliber that I'm using. Going to like a 375 Ruger with a 300 DGX, which is dangerous game, expandable, Hornady load, but for the most part, when you're hunting white-tailed deer, even those deer that we have here that in Texas that may field dress 100 pounds, 110 pounds, some are smaller. Of course, we take a fair number of deer that will weigh in the 180s as well, up to 300 pounds. But I still feel very comfortable with a 30 caliber, such as a 30 out six, using a 165 grain bullet or with a 270 with a 130 grain bullet and being very precise in my bullet placement. That, I think, is more important than the bullet weight or even sometimes even the caliber. Mm -hmm. So to me, shoot a gun regardless where you go that you feel comfortable with, that you know your capabilities of it, but you also know what the capabilities are of that particular gun and that load in terms of distance. About the time you start going dropping below 1,000 foot-pounds of energy, on a ballistic chart, that's the distance that you need to stay within. Don't exceed that. A little quick bullet instruction from Mr. Whitetail, Larry Wysoon. Let's stretch our legs, grab a cup of coffee. This is Wayne LaPierre, and when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors.
I'm going to lay this out to you as simply as I possibly can because it really is simple. Buy your cold weather wear from Ron and Teresa Miskin at the Buffalo Wool Company and stay warm. Gloves, socks, hats, beanies. I love my neck gaiter. All made from the insulating fibers of the American bison. The same fiber or buffalo wool that protects the buffalo against a frigid winter in Montana, Wyoming, or the Dakotas. Buffalo wool is warmer than traditional wool, and it's luxuriously soft on your skin, not scratchy or abrasive. It wicks moisture away and is unbelievably tough, lasting year after year. And they back up what they sell with a 100% money-back guarantee if you're not happy. Take a look. TheBuffaloWoolCo.com TheBuffaloWoolCo.com It's simple. At Classic Chevrolet Grapevine, we know all about the early morning memories made in the cab of the truck. Because it's fun to um, be able to uh, do something with my dad and my older brother. So what time did you have to get up this morning to uh, to get all the way down here dressed and fed and ready to go? 4.30. 4.30. Don't you normally get up about 4.30, though? Mm-hmm. No. no way. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's fun, though, when you're coming out to the dove field to get up that early. It's kind of exciting, isn't it? Yes. There you very. go. Did you see your daddy shooting at that dove right then? Yes. Do you see that dove still flying? Uh, probably. <laughs> At Classic Chevrolet in Grapevine, Texas, we know that the cab of the truck is a special place. It's where family heritage is carried down the trail. Important things happen here. Trusted conversations, understanding smiles, life's victories and laughter, sometimes tears. We're honored to ride along with your family. ClassicChevrolet.com. After spending a few days at Joshua Creek Ranch, I describe it as a sportsman's nirvana. We love creating a unique experience for each of our guests. You know, the interests can vary here from wing shooting to deer hunting to fly fishing to river kayaking. So we have a great variety of guests, and um, we like for them to enjoy everything we have to offer. As I enjoyed the birth of a new day over the rolling hill country ranch that is Joshua Creek, I was amazed at the wildlife, quail, pheasants, native white-tailed deer, trophy class axis deer. We've worked hard on the habitat, planted improved grasses, really with the help of some wildlife biologists studied what would make the best habitat to keep our game here. Mm -hmm. We can hunt easily six, seven, eight groups. And we don't try to do it on 40 acres. I mean, these people get to walk. They get to see some country. Joe and Ann Kirchival invite you to enjoy this free-range ranch just northwest of San Antonio. Visit Joshua Creek. Crappie anglers, tired of tying knots? Hey, Wally Marshall, Mr. Crappie here to tell you about the all-new Add-A-Hook by Bullet Weights. The Add-A-Hook is designed to put a hook on your line without using any knots or cutting your line. Hold the Add-A-Hook next to your fishing line, then wrap the line five times around each side, pull your line into the clips, and bam, you're ready to go, and it will not slip. I can tie a double crappie rig in 30 seconds when it takes up to six minutes to tie one with all the knots. Add-A-Hook is made of stainless steel, no rust, flexible, and tough. Mr. Crappie and Bullet Weights has made it better, faster, and easier for crappie fishermen to get back in the water catching more crappie than ever. Bullet Weights has a full line of Mr. Crappie double mental rigs for trolling and vertical fishing. The Mr. Crappie Troll Tech rigs are designed to troll in shallow waters and heavy cover, keeping two baits close together without hanging up. Also, don't forget Mr. Crappie Slow Troll and Double Drop Crappie Rigs. 
Pre-tied with number two hooks, double swivel weights, and eight-pound line. Tie one on today. Look us up at bulletweights.com. Our warm campfire is always the gathering spot, no matter the weather. Tall tales and life's tough spots get worked out here. This is Kinder Outdoors. Hey, what has your bird season been like? I know if you hunt West Texas, those birds have been few and far between. You've traveled a lot of miles. You don't even want to think about what you've got invested in those birds that you have found. It's a tough, tough deal. Listen, if you want to get your dogs your hard-working bird dogs into birds, call my friends at Joshua Creek Ranch. Check them out at kinderoutdoors.com, K-I-N-D-E-R. Yes, you can take your own dogs. You can hunt with your own dogs. And they're going to see more birds in one morning at Joshua Creek than maybe they've seen all season long at your quail lease. You're going to eat good, too. I promise you. Check them out, Joshua Creek Ranch, at kinderoutdoors.com. Really enjoying my time today with our special guest, and that's Alton Jones, Jr. I've always loved it when I've spent time with your dad, and I've never had an opportunity to hang out with you until uh, today, Alton, and I really appreciate you uh, being here. You know, this time of year especially, all, all year long bass fishing, but especially this time of year, it can be a long, long time between bites. Uh, when you're in that tournament that you just have no chance of winning, and you've got to go out there and grind it out all day. What do you do to maintain your focus? How do you do that? Is it a problem? You know, on those tough fishing days, um, I, I call it you got to avoid falling asleep at the wheel. Um, in, our, in our format, there are times when, say, I'm out of it for, the, for that event. Um, I don't have a chance to win any longer. But, um, you know, there's an angler of the year race. There's point standings. And, and that means a lot in your career where you finish. So, even if it's just one or two points, if it's the difference in finishing dead last and, and 78th, yeah. um, well, 78th is not a good finish at all. Those two points can mean a lot at the end of the year. Um, so you always have something to fish for. And, and when it when you hadn't had a bite for a long time, um, that's when I say you can get caught sleeping at the wheel. And you've got to avoid that. You've got to try to, no matter how long it's been since you've had a bite, you've got to always pretend like you just caught one. Yeah. You know, always feel like there's one looking at your bait. Um, and it... Something about when when you believe you're going to catch one, you fish different, you fish harder, you fish more thorough, and um, you know as long as you're not going through the motions, that's that's a big key. Yeah. And uh, in this sport, I always say you know you fish enough if you're a good angler, you're going to have those great days. Yeah. You can't have a great day every day, but the, the key in this sport is consistency and minimizing your bad days. Yeah. Learning learning how to to minimize those toughest days. And just salvage them is, is, is how you get longevity in this sport. And I think that's the biggest key that a lot of anglers overlook. Yeah. You know, an NFL wide receiver might get thrown to three times in an entire game. A pro bass fisherman might get three bites all day long. You don't want to be asleep when that happens. Right. Yeah. You, yeah. You got to be ready. You got to capitalize on those few opportunities. Um, and, uh, you know, execution is, is a huge, huge part of it. Yeah. You know, I mean. You know, you got guys you can lose one bass, and that's a hundred thousand dollars right yep. there. So you really, you really got to pay attention at all times. You never know when that magic's going to happen. Yep, exactly. Hey, talk to me a little bit about deep winter fishing when it's really cold. It's set in, and it's here. 
uh, you know, December, January. Most guys, you know, the boat's winterized and they ain't going. But some guys go and it can pay off big time. Yeah, uh, you know, in Texas, a lot of my favorite days to fish um, are the nastiest weather days you can ever imagine. Um, you know, when it's spitting snow, rain, sleet, um, those fish become a little bit more active than they would be. Um, and, they, and they key in on the, you know, those big fronts that are coming through. A lot of times those are the days when I'll, I'll try to actually get out on the water. And it, as they get to those 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 deeper haunts, um, you know, everybody's throwing things like an Alabama rig and things like that. But you can't overlook something finesse like a drop shot. Um, they got a thing called a Demiki rig. It's It's just basically... Something to imitate a dying shad, um, you know. That that's what I'm looking at. Uh, a suspending jerk bait, fish slow, and don't overthink where these bass are going to hide. You know, you're looking at creek channel swings, um, deep breaks, bluff ends, and uh, slow is the key. Whether it's dragging a jig or long pause on a on a on a jerk bait or slow roll on a spinner bait, you know, um, the, these fish are, are not going to be moving a lot. Yep. So you got to want to think you're going to they're going to want to look at your bait for a long period of time and uh you're just going to have to trick them into biting but you know from December through the end of February which is the coldest month of the year is the best time to catch a share lunker and you know that's all of our goals to catch that 13 pound plus fish or yeah. you know the, just the fish of a lifetime yeah. and uh this is coming into the time of year to do it and um, if you can put down that bow and arrow or that that shotgun <laughs> in in the duck blind for a little bit you're going to give yourself a good chance of uh catching a trophy yeah hey uh, f- fishing heals all wounds it's magical no matter what age you are and look at this i'm an old tcu horn frog and uh, alton jones jr m- like my wife and like your dad before you bleeds green and gold baylor university uh it's amazing that we're sitting in the same room together here and getting along and smiling at each other yeah you know i almost had to walk out of the interview when you told <laughs> me you were a horn frog fan um we actually we we lost to y'all. Big upset. Y'all stormed the field. Um, uh, you know, it, it hurt. But, uh, you know, I know I know it's uh, – it, it, we call it the Holy War. You know, the yeah. two Christian schools in the yeah. Big 12. And um, so it, it's always a fun rivalry. We've had a lot of fun games over the yeah, years. Yeah, we have had. And I know what that sting feels like. We've been kicked by you guys a, a time or two. Uh, your dad and I always, when we visit, we talk about – faith in Jesus Christ, and that's huge to you, and I know it sustains you going down the road and, and this rigorous lifestyle that you have, maintaining your relationships. Christ is everywhere in your life. Yeah, you know, he, he is the, the rhyme and the reason to uh, what I do. I, while I'm a, I'm a fisherman, that's not what I want to be known for. Um, you know, an, an example is, uh, you know, our, our, our good friend and competitor Aaron Martin just passed away from yeah. brain cancer. Um, and while he was an amazing angler, you know, if, if you look at, at what people thought about him, it was how he treated people and his walk with Christ um, yeah. and how, how he was, um, you know, how close he was with it and devout he was um, and using what he went through as a platform. And, um, you know, he a great example um, to all of us. And, and I try to. I try to live my life that way. I don't always do a good job of it, but um, you know, you, using using my uh, my fishing as a platform for a, for a bigger purpose. I I don't want to be known as a, a fisher of fish. Hopefully, a fisher of men someday. There you go. You know, a lot of us. There's a lot of turns we can take, and and most of them are wrong in this life. But that is one safe bet. Follow the Lord, and you're going to be okay. Always good to see you, Al. Yeah, it was great. Thank you so much for having me on. The first of many visits. I really enjoyed it. Thanks again. Joshua Creek Ranch down in the Texas Hill Country. You don't have to be a member to hunt there or to enjoy this place, but it might save you a buck or two if you'd like to visit two or three times a year. 
Look into those family, personal, and corporate memberships at Joshua Creek Ranch. People are hunting in Africa again. They're traveling back and forth from the U.S. to Africa. Here's a pretty solid tip for you guys. Pre-plan your taxidermy work. Work it out with your guy before you go. Here's my taxidermist, Roy Holdridge, with True Life Taxidermy, Granbury, Texas. You know, it's real good if you know ahead of time, hey, I want to bring them down there to you to, to do all of the work. You can either come in and, and, and look around and then let us know, or you can call in and I'll have my office manager make you some shipping tags. And it's real good to have those. It has your name on one side and all of my information on the other side. And you can, you know, take those with you and they can hook them onto the skins, onto the horns. Uh, you know, if you're having tusks or something brought back, you attach those name tags to all of your stuff. And it has my information and yours on there. Um, whenever it gets time to come back, my office manager coordinates with the people in Africa to you know, to get all the paperwork correct and ship it back. And one of the things that we do for our customers that uh, very, very few that I know of out there do is, is we clear it for you. Uh, there's some very, very good people out there that this, their business is clearing trophies to the different brokers. And I love them. They do a great job. But that's an expense that you don't have to incur if you use us. We do all of that for you. Wow. And so um, That's good to know. Yes, yes, that's a, you can kill an extra animal or two for, or yeah. pay for one of your mounts or two. We're talking specifically about Africa here, but New Zealand, uh, Marco Polo sheep, whatever, wherever you might go, same rules would apply, I guess. You're, you're international, you'll make arrangements anywhere. Yes, anywhere in the world, we, we take care of that. Hey, let's grab ourselves a cup of coffee. Come in off the porch. Kinder Outdoors is back. Hey, welcome back to another big hour of Kinder Outdoors, brought to you by my friends at Purina Pro Plan, the world's greatest dog fuel. Pro Plan performance formula for your hardworking bird dog. 30% protein, 20% fat. And it's at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores. A special treat for you baseball guys coming up in a few minutes. Another great outdoorsman. Also, was a pretty good pitcher. Matter of fact, he's a Hall of Fame pitcher. Nolan Ryan joined me a few years ago. We had a great conversation talking about baseball, steaks, <laughs> and hunting and fishing. That's coming up. The Texas Trophy Hunters have announced their 2022 dates. They made a little change, though. Houston will be at the NRG Center August 5 through 7. That Fort Worth show... Let's well, move into Dallas this year, the K. Bailey Hutchison Convention Center, August 12, 13, and 14. And it looks like it's going to be this year only. Because of COVID and rescheduling of events, the Fort Worth Convention Center was unable to provide Texas trophy hunters with the dates that fall within their August timeline. They checked all the other venues around Tarrant County. Nothing was working out. The best option for 2022, downtown Dallas on the K. Bailey Hutchison. 
Plans are to return to the Fort Worth Convention Center in 2023, if at all possible. The final show of the year is always San Antonio. That'll be in the Freeman Coliseum Expo Hall, August 19th through the 21st. Hey, have you noticed Bassmaster is back on Fox Sports on Saturdays? FS1, they're airing highlights from the 2021 Bassmaster Elite Series and the Bassmaster Classic. All nine 2022 Bassmaster Elite events will be, and and the Bassmaster Classic too, will be carried live on Fox. I loved that last year, and it's back this year on the Fox platform, beginning with the Bassmaster Elite February 10 through 13 on Florida's St. John's River. This weekend, you can see the Alabama Swing, the New York Swing, and Angler of the Year and Rookie of the Year recaps. Boy, that didn't take long. Never does. The 2022 Park City's Quail Dinner and Auction sold out. Every year they announce tickets on sale. And just as quick as that window opens, it closes. It's the hottest ticket in Dallas-Fort Worth when it comes to conservation banquets. There is a waiting list, a standby list. If you'd like to see your name on that list, then come see me at kinderoutdoors.com. K-I-N-D-E-R. A new year is off and running, and that means the bass fishing leagues, the BFLs, are up and running too. First one on Sam Rayburn. Reservoir is in the books. Austin Castile of Sulphur, Louisiana. Five fish, 19 pounds, three ounces. Picks up $6,000 for his victory. J.J. Matsky of League City, Texas, won the Strike King Co-Angler Division. Three grand for his five bass that weighed in at 21.4. The Bass Fishing Hall of Fame is a nonprofit organization dedicated to celebrating, promoting, and preserving the sport of bass fishing. The exhibit, if you're ever there and want to check it out, I would highly urge you to do so. At the Wonders of Wildlife Aquarium and Museum, the Bass Fishing Hall of Fame is enclosed in that building in Springfield, Missouri. Criteria to be eligible for induction into the Hall of Fame is open right now to outstanding individuals involved in the sport of bass fishing as pro anglers, tournament organization leaders, members of the media, leaders of marine or fishing tackle manufacturing companies, or conservation groups and agencies. Nominees must meet the following qualifications. Must have made a major impact on the world of bass fishing at the national level must have brought honor and credit to the sport of bass fishing and must be at least 50 years old or deceased. As I get out and about and meet folks, I discover that a lot of dogs have special conditions like, boy, some dogs just can't put on any weight and they need a dog food with added fat. Some dogs have itchy coats. They need a special feed. Our older dogs need more glucosamine in their diet And the folks at ProPlan know that. That's why there are so many different formulas. And there's a formula that's perfect for your dog, no matter the age, the lifestyle, or the special condition. Pick up the ProPlan at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores. The turkey party is back in Nashville, Tennessee this year. (laughs) February 16, 17, 18, 19, coming up just around the corner, just about a month away. The NWTF National Wild Turkey Federation Convention and Sport Show. 
By the way, it's the largest consumer expo in Nashville, Tennessee annually, with more than 350 exhibitors from some of the industry's top companies and brands. Concerts, seminars, turkey calls out the wazoo when you walk into the expo floor and hear the sound of about 5,000 turkey calls all gobbling, yelping at the same time. (laughs) You'll realize you're standing in a very unique spot and you're going to have a ball. We're reaching into the archives at Kinder's Campfire Stories going back to 2014 when we come back from the coffee pot. We had a great visit with Hall of Fame pitcher Nolan Ryan. Yeah, he's a big outdoorsman, has enjoyed hunting and fishing all of his life. Let's grab a cup of coffee and visit with Nolan. Hi, everybody. It's World Championship caller Al Morris. When I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm sure thinking about it. With Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. It's really exciting to see right now. Uh, one thing that's great about archery is anybody can do it. Men, women, or children, everybody can do this. Um, our lessons right now are fantastic. We see entire family groups come in, have a great time, and they're finding out that this is something that is a great pastime, great sport, and everybody can be successful. Americans are learning what a huge benefit it is to learn to hunt, learn to fish, learn to put safe and wholesome food on our tables. Cinnamon Creek Archery in Roanoke, Texas, has taught many thousands of families about the great sport of archery. People who thought they could just never do that now enjoy the range and harvesting their own wild game. You can't just sell somebody a bow and say, hey, good luck. You need to be able to take them aside, teach them the fundamentals, teach them how to shoot correctly so that they can be as successful as possible and really enjoy our sport. Visit CinnamonCreekRanch.com and discover the great knowledge and satisfaction that so many other families have found in archery. Roy Holdridge and True Life Taxidermy in Granbury, Texas are award-winning artists many times over and for several reasons. God-given talent is the starting point, followed by a work ethic that won't allow second best. Roy is also a lifelong and well-traveled hunter. He spent countless hours in the field glassing and studying wildlife around the globe. When you trust your rare and timeless memory to True Life Taxidermy Granberry, be assured that you're working with the very best in the business. My home is a testament to Roy's work at True Life Taxidermy. The pheasants, the whitetails, the axis, the fish, all perfectly preserved. True Life Granberry is the only stop you need to make after the hunt, offering not only world-class taxidermy, but wild game processing too. Headed for Africa, New Zealand, Colorado, Montana, or any place else? No problem. True Life is well-versed in import and transport state-to-state or around the globe. You can trust True Life Taxidermy. TrueLifeTaxidermy.org The Quail Coalition, the backbone for the important work and research that brings brighter days for our quails and the people that love them. With 12 chapters throughout Texas, there's ample opportunity for you to join the celebration. The money raised in our chapter banquets goes to various research projects conducted by folks like the Rolling Plains Quail Research Ranch in West Texas, Caesar Kleberg Wildlife Research Institute in South Texas, and all that pursue productive science-based work that sustains and restores wild quail populations. If you've ever followed your trusted bird dog into a setting December sun, or listened from the porch to the summer song of the bobwhite, then you know just how special this bird is. 
populations have declined drastically across the U.S. And the last stronghold is Texas. Come and join the Quail Coalition. Attend a banquet. Bid at an auction. Be important to quail. Quailcoalition.org. From the deck of your private cabin overlooking the confluence of the famous White and Norfolk Rivers at Norfolk Resort Trout Dock, you can see crystal clear running waters that hold one of the world's greatest populations of rainbow and brown trout. In fact, this is the home of world record trout. You might be distracted, though, by the beautiful rolling Ozark Mountains that hold you during your stay. Just up the road a few miles is incredible bass fishing for largemouth, smallmouth, and spots. You'll find the best guides in the business at Norfolk Resort, and your boat is just a short walk from your cabin. Your guide will find a gravel shoal perfect for preparing a hot shore lunch with fresh-caught trout and all the trimmings. You'll think about a nap after lunch, but there's more fish to catch and river to explore before retiring to your fully furnished riverside hideaway. Sound good? Of course it does. Norfolk Resort Trout Dock in Norfolk, Arkansas. NorfolkResort.com We've camped on the ground and in five-star lodges, but never found a more welcome camp than this one. Kinder Outdoors. Nolan Ryan is the only guy ever to toss seven no-hitters. And I was fortunate enough to have seats, and I'm talking about great seats, like right behind the catcher for numbers six and seven. Historic nights that I'll never forget at the ballpark. Back in June of 2014, I had a great opportunity to visit with Nolan about his hunting and outdoor experiences as well. And we're going to repeat part of that for you now. Enjoy. Nolan, it's sure good to have you in camp with us here at Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. And right off the bat, uh, talk to us a little bit about your term as commissioner of the Texas Parks and Wildlife Department. I bet a lot of our listeners didn't realize that you held that position at one time. When uh, George Bush was governor, he appointed me to the commission there, and uh, it was a six-year term, and uh, I can tell you I enjoyed every minute of it. It was quite an education, and uh, uh, with as big as the state of Texas is and the diversity of it, there were a lot of... Uh, I can only imagine because as hunters and fishermen and outdoorsmen, we watch the weather depend on the weather uh, as much as ranchers and farmers do. And if you're out in East Texas, that's a way different situation than maybe Brewster County down on the Mexican border or the Big Bend part of Texas. I can only imagine the different scenarios you ran into. Well, you did. And, you know, the state has been really challenged. Oh, for quite a while now with this extended drought that we've had. And uh, it's just this spring, are we starting to get some rains and look like maybe the pattern might be uh, returning to what we would consider more of a normal pattern. And and uh, I tell people, I said, you know, drought may be the normal pattern in Texas. I don't know because uh, what uh, we thought we were accustomed to was uh, – uh, the rain patterns, that has definitely changed. I tell you what, I'd sure vote for a 10-year reversal, uh, the exact opposite of what we've had for the past 10 years here in Texas and throughout much of the U.S., as a matter of fact. Nolan, as a kiddo, when did you first start to notice that your ball was different than the other pitchers in Little League or in school, that you had some stuff on your ball that they didn't have? You could throw that thing hard. 
is when, when I was in Little League and played Babe Ruth ball, I didn't throw any harder than the other kids. The only thing that I could do different than other kids is I could throw a ball further than they could, but I, I couldn't throw harder. And so uh, there wasn't anything that distinguished me at those levels that said, hey, this kid, you know, has a gift. And uh, when I went out for uh, high school baseball my, my sophomore year after basketball uh, in high school, uh, it was like I'd gone through uh, another growth spurt and probably matured more. And uh, I all of a sudden had a different arm. I could throw harder, and, and uh, it was uh, noticeably different than uh, – you know, it was just uh, genetics and the way that worked. And I'd say it worked out pretty well for you through the, through the years, Nolan. We're talking to Nolan Ryan in the camp house this morning on Big Billy Kinder Outdoors, Baseball Hall of Famer. Nolan, when you were a kid playing Little League, had your hunting and fishing already started too? Oh, yes. I grew up in a household. I had a, seven, a brother seven years older, and my dad was an outdoorsman, and so... Uh, living on the Gulf Coast, we duck goose hunted more than anything else. And, uh, uh, but that really, uh, I think, uh, set uh, my desire and love for the outdoors. And that is, uh, in all of us, a lifelong desire and love once someone introduces us to the outdoors, which you were really good about. Baseball, professional baseball, very demanding uh, on, on your schedule, on your time. You're not as home as much as uh, folks who work uh, an 8 to 5. But when you were home, time with your kiddos was spent outdoors, and it was special, wasn't it? Well, you know what we did, and, and uh, we would take our – because of baseball and as much as you travel, when uh, off-season came, Ruth and I didn't take vacations. We would go to the ranch on the weekends and take the kids and their friends and, and during the holidays. And I remember when my oldest son, Reed, was turning 12 years old, I asked him, I said, Reed, what do you want to do for your birthday? And he says, Dad, I want to take my buddies to the ranch and, and uh, go fishing. So we took about... 10 little 12-year-olds to the ranch, and uh, we had farm ponds that we'd stocked, and, and uh, we went over there, and I took a couple dads with me, and we uh, uh, fished and caught a bunch of fish, and we fried them and had a big weekend, and for some of those kids, that was their first experience of something like that, so they all remembered it, and it's a special, very special time in their lives, and, and uh, it's just unique that uh that's what he wanted to do and how he wanted to spend his time with his, his birthday with his friends. When your 12-year-old wants to go fishing for his birthday, you know you're doing something right, raising that youngster. Hey, when you were a kiddo, did your daddy have cows, Nolan? No, he didn't. He did when uh, he was a young man, but uh, then once he had six children, all he did was work to try to support his family. And uh, so for some reason, and I don't know why this is, but I as far back as I can remember when uh, I was five or six years old, I always wanted to be a rancher and always wanted to have cattle. And uh, and uh, I think, as Ruth says, I'm still inflicted with that disease. <laughs> well, I tell you what, you're doing a good job. Nolan Ryan Beef is a huge success. Well, we're really proud of it and, and proud of the uh, how it's been received and, and uh, the consumers you know, we wanted to produce a good product, and one that uh, people would come back and, and purchase, and, and we feel really good about that. 
and uh, it's a guaranteed product. Somebody that is unhappy with it, they get their money back. And I can tell you that uh, we we get very few requests of that nature, so it makes you feel really good. And when I run into people, they tell me they buy the product and how much they enjoy it, and that makes me feel good. Well, I bet it does. Yeah, you took that childhood dream and cultivated it and grew it, and now you're producing world-class beef uh, for folks' dinner table. Uh, and you're, you've also been up to something else lately, and that is putting together a new cookbook. You share your recipes and how you like to prepare your beef uh, in this new uh, cookbook. Tell us a little bit about it. Well, you know, how we got, got into deciding to do a cookbook is that uh, with the beef company, we would have our customers would, call or they'd email us and say we bought your product and we want to have a special dinner and how do we prepare it and what do we do and and so and at the you know what wellness uh, do y'all like to serve it things of that nature so we started putting some recipes on the website and we just got to thinking why not tell the story about the beef company and what we do and and uh, give them different recipes and actually put something in their hand and so uh we've been working on it for about two years and we are really happy with the way it turned out the the uh food photographer and the stylist and the chef did such a good job on the recipes and and the final product that uh we couldn't be happier with it i'll definitely have a copy of the cookbook here in the camp house uh, with us and uh, we'll serve up some of that Nolan Ryan beef around here. What is Nolan Ryan's favorite cut of beef? Well, you know, I tell people if I'm on grill, I like to grill a T-bone, and I always have it. And, uh, uh, you know, in Texas, so many people grill ribeyes, but uh, I don't know. I just always like T-bone, and so that's that's what I enjoy grilling. And then one of the my favorite recipes in there is that uh, sirloin cob salad because you, it takes about 20 minutes to fix that. You need it for lunch, you need it for dinner, and it really has a lot of flavor to it, and uh, I just enjoy it. And I enjoyed my visit with the Hall of Famer Nolan Ryan back in 2014. This corner of the camp house brought to you by Purina Pro Plan. Lots of different formulas because there's lots of different dogs. Pick up the ProPlan formula that's perfect for your dog at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores. Texas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Missouri, and Kansas. Hey, everybody, it's Edwin Evers. And when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. Billy, I told you to tie on a jig. What's going on? Outdoor Texas Camps develops outdoor skills in boys and girls aged 9 to 17. Bass fishing and fly fishing, saltwater fishing, archery, rifle, and handgun, trap, skeet, and much more. Outdoor Texas Camps is offering $400 scholarships, courtesy of the Sportsman's Club of Fort Worth, to girls in the North Texas area. Visit OutdoorTexasCamps.com. Safe and time-honored skills for our youth. Outdoor Texas Camps is filling up fast for 2022. Act quickly. OutdoorTexasCamps.com. These are unsettling and even scary times for many people. But for others, there's peace, even as an angry world cries out. The source of that peace is Jesus Christ. I'm John Watson, pastor at Cornerstone Bible Church in Roanoke, Texas. 
At Cornerstone, we teach the Bible with no man-made religion added in. Join us online Sunday mornings at 1015 Central at csbiblechurch.org. It's just God's Word, csbiblechurch.org. Introducing Canyon Valley Provisions. Grass-fed beef is high in omega-3s and conjugated linoleic acid, which is known as CLAs. In layman terms, it's a type of fat that your body can use, and it doesn't damage your heart or any part of your vascular system. Buy better beef for your family. We manage holistically, or some people call it regeneratively. We want everything that we do to be a part of our good stewardship of the land. We think that's what God's put us here to do, so... The cattle are healthy and the land's healthy. We want both. We don't want one or the other. If you were to buy a grass-fed, grass-finished steak by the pound, you'd pay anywhere from 18 to $30 a pound. But if you buy a quarter, half, or whole, you're ranging from anywhere $7.80 and below. So you're paying a third of the price for that steak and, you know, those good cuts. And you get a whole lot more bang for your buck when you buy in bulk. Don't let 2020 happen in your home again. CanyonValleyProvisions.com Raising cattle in West Texas for five generations. If you fry your turkeys during the holiday season and you're tired of the hassle of pots, open flames under hot oil, and sticky, oily messes, then it's time to take a good look at the Cajun Fryer by R&V Works. The original, the last fryer that you'll ever need to purchase. Cajun Fryer puts pro-level frying gear in your backyard or hunt and fish camp. These are high-performance, low-maintenance deep fryers that feature the heat source in the oil. Your oil heats from the inside out. If your family loves a fish fry, Cajun Fryer is a must. Because the heat source is suspended in the oil, small crumbs and pieces that burn fall to the bottom. So your oil stays much cleaner, many times lasting the entire year. Often imitated, never duplicated. Don't be fooled. Take a look at the original Cajun Fryer at CajunFryer.com. Fresh, crisp, delicious every time. CajunFryer.com. U.S. Highway 287 carries elk hunters and fly fishers, snow skiers and bird dog chasers, 72-ounce steak eaters, buried Cadillac picture takers, antelopers, prairie doggers, and rattlesnakers. The Herdware Store sits on Highway 287 near Goodnight, Texas. Now, only 18 people live around here, so to keep the lights turned on, we need you 287 travelers to stop by. Come in out of the weather and take a look at the most unique store between the Gulf and Pacific coasts. One-of-a-kind artwork, jewelry, knives, and more. Feel the luxurious softness and warmth of bison socks, gloves, hats, beanies, blankets, and scarves. You'll think it's cashmere, and it's warmer than wool. Our sister company, Buffalo Wool, produces the finest bison products on the planet. The Herdware Store is boots and shoes, bison blankets and throws, even bison meats for the road. The Herdware Store, 42 miles southeast of Amarillo. Hey, drop by right now at herdware.net. Every animal that has ever roamed this planet was designed as hunted or hunter, predator or prey. We are hunters. If it were ever necessary, even the strictest vegan would return to the wild, driven to survive by the instincts of his ancestors. Those who hide behind the soft delusion of their own ignorance do so from within a civilization whose very being costs the lives of countless creatures every single day. Death is an undeniable fuel 
of life. This is the undeniable truth of existence. To live in balance with the planet that sustains us, we must admit and embrace the nature within us. Trust the hunter in your blood. along this is where heritage is guarded just for them kinder outdoors and i'm billy kinder welcome back to our campfire here at kinder outdoors glad you're here hey you can listen anytime wherever you get your podcast we're there just let them know you want to hear kinder outdoors and hey they'll send you a free download every week however you receive the show broadcast podcast satellite Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoy it. Let us know if you don't. If there's something we need to fix around here, let me know about it. If you like how we're doing things, tell a friend and bring them with you next time around. I meet a lot of really cool people in my line of work, people that love to educate our next generation. And a lot of those really cool people are involved in the National Archery in the Schools program. Meet Coach Alex. I'm not sure he knew what a bow and arrow was before he started teaching this program. <laughs> so when you learned that you're going to be teaching archery in schools, did you know anything about this sport, or did you have to take a cram course real quick? Uh, I actually thought to myself, why did Coach Albus pick me? <laughs> <laughs> and the story goes, Coach Albus was driving home with his wife, and uh, they were running down the list of possibilities, and uh, he, she would call out a name, say, no, not not that person. But when he got to my name, he said, yeah, I'll, I'll ask him. <laughs> yep. Well, has it been a good decision? Is it something you enjoy? Oh, I love it, you know, because I'm also a special ed teacher, so I get to shoot uh, at the the kids are done practicing, yeah. and uh, it just uh, is truly relaxing sport. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing what something like this can do for our, our young folks, our high schoolers, our, our junior high kids. Uh, it can really change a personality. It can, it can turn grades around. It can do amazing things in some cases. That is correct. Most of our students that we have have never even shot a bow. So when they come to the program, they're learning the skill for the first time. And uh, I always tell people that, you know, it gives kids the opportunity that have never been a part of anything else, yeah. the opportunity to succeed at something. And we do have those kids at, at Arlington ISD. Yeah. Uh, in the, Arlington's a big town, a lot of people. How many kids, take a wild guess if you don't know the number, how many kids are participating in archery in the city of Arlington alone, do you know? Oh, I'm going to say it's about 400 kids wow. this year. Yeah, last year we had about 600, but it's because scheduling was off. So we've gone down a little bit, but it's still a large group compared to our first year where we started with 90 kids. Right, yeah. Bottom line is year after year you guys are, are making a lot of new archers and a lot of new smiles, uh, building confidence in a lot of a lot of kiddos that maybe didn't have uh, that confidence before. So have you taken this outside the classroom? Have you bought a bow? Have you broken down and bought a bow yet? Honestly, I do not own one, but I just got one for my daughter, so she owns one. Okay, yeah, yeah I know what you're going to do. Yeah, you're shooting her bow, aren't you? <laughs> Correct. Correct. <laughs> there you go. Well, good luck in the uh, tournament today. I hope you do well. And um, Before I let you go, Coach, uh, coach us up a little bit. Give us all one good tip to remember next time we're standing on the range. Be where your feet are. 
Be where your feet are. What do you mean? Don't think about anything else, you know. Uh, just uh, control what, what is in front of you. He's a really special guy with a heart for these kids, as all of these teachers are, in the National Archery in the Schools program. Thank you, Coach Alex, for all that you do. This corner of the camp house brought to you by Joshua Creek Ranch in the beautiful Texas Hill Country. Hey, when you go there to enjoy a world-class bird hunt, don't forget to pack the fly rod. Crystal clear Joshua Creek runs right through the middle of the place. The Guadalupe River is the border, shaded by ancient live oak trees. It's the perfect way to spend a couple of hours midday. If you do forget the fly rod, don't worry. They have an incredible pro shop. Joshua Creek Ranch. Learn more at kinderoutdoors.com. Hey, in case you missed it last hour, Alton Jones Jr. from the Major League Fishing Bass Pro Tour is our special guest this week. Surely you don't fish in the wintertime, do you, Alton? Believe it or not, wintertime's my favorite time. <laughs> uh, you know, everyone else gets in the tree stand and with a bow. Um, you know, the lakes get a little less crowded. Um, and once those fish kind of come out of that fall funk, they get pretty predictable. And it's best time to catch a big one. Talk to me about that fall funk a little bit. Why does that happen, and, and what is it? What, what are they doing? I, you know, in the fall funk, they're, they're feeding up, getting ready for winter, um, and you'd think, oh, they're feeding and make them easy to catch, but they key in so hard on shad, and shad are so nomadic, and, and this time of year, bait is abundant. I mean, you can go to any lake yeah. um, in the state, and, and you're going to see shad in every pocket, and they're suspended, and, and the bass just get out and chase them. They get very, very scattered out, and... Uh, Shad are unpredictable, therefore the bass become unpredictable. Once, you know, the winter, t you get those few big cold fronts, you get the water temperature really to drop. Those shad have to go to those, you know, creek channels, and, and, and they get a lot more predictable just to survive. You know, yeah. they go to their winter haunts, and the bass follow, um, and they group up again. And, and uh, although they're cold-blooded, they don't have to move as much and eat as much. They just get more predictable and... Um, in my opinion, a little easier to catch. Yeah, there you go. Well, you make it look easy all the time. So uh, let's talk a little bit about growing up in Waco, Texas, because I've got a little history in Waco, Texas, and uh, I know something about the old Elite Cafe. Is the Elite still open? Uh, I don't think the Elite is there anymore. It's it, it's it's all been taken over. Uh, I believe that's Magnolia Table now. Okay. Uh, it's uh, Chip and Joanna Gaines own that. And okay. The yeah. one right there on the circle of the south. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's now Magnolia Table. So. Okay, so they used to have all-you-could-eat uh, boiled shrimp Monday night football parties down there, and I was, I was front row and center for that. There's a burger place down there that, has, that is misnamed, and, and uh, I've never understood this. The health camp will give you one of those heart attacks in a sack that is worth dying for. Those are the, the best burgers anywhere, but it's called the health camp, Elton. You know, I, I don't know if, you know, that's correct marketing, but, uh, I always, you know, growing up, I always, no, why would I want to go to a health camp as a little kid? Then yeah. my dad finally took me there, yeah. got me a chili cheese dog and a milkshake, and I finally got to see what health camp was all about. Um, not great. a lot of health. There's not a lot of healthy about the health camp, but it is awesome, pure awesomeness. I don't think they know the word salad there. So, you know, it's, it's all it's all grease and fried food, but it's delicious. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of guys uh, have horror stories about the day they told their parents or they told their spouse uh, that, hey, I'm going to be a professional angler. There's been a lot of horror stories there. Families have been broken up on that topic. You, that's a different story. It's in your blood. It's in your genes. Yeah, so uh, growing up, my dad was a professional bass fisherman. He's been doing it since I was born. Um, so you could say I was, I was born to fish a little bit. Uh, I was homeschooled. 
traveled all across the country with my with my parents. Uh, you know, because my dad was gone so you know basically six months out of the year. Yeah. Uh, it was that was our way to keep you know keep the family as a, as a whole unit for most of the year. And um, you know, my sisters might have a different opinion on it, but I was fishing all the time. I loved it. Yeah. Wouldn't wouldn't change it for the world. And um, I got a got a behind the scenes look of what it takes to be a professional bass fisherman. You know, so when we're out there fishing with my dad, it, it while I learned a lot and it was fun, these weren't fun fishing days. These weren't just lazy days out on the water. He's comp, you know, he's in competition mode. He's practicing these events, um, learning these events, making me as a 10-year-old fit kid fish without hooks in the snow. Yeah. Um, so I got to see the hard part, um, you know, before I actually started my own career, which I, which I think really really helped me and I was very blessed very fortunate to get the opportunities I did as a young age yeah a lot of guys think they want to be a professional angler and they reach some degree of success and then they realize that oh I've got to stand at boat shows when I'm not fishing and I've got to be there 12 hours a day smiling and enjoying myself and representing my sponsors and then tomorrow I need to take sponsors fishing all day and then the next day I need to drive 800 miles and then the next day I need to win a tournament it's a grind and I think a lot of guys, when they see the full picture, uh, maybe that's not the right career choice for them. But you saw it all. Yeah, yeah. I, I got an inside look at it, and uh, I think you hit the nail on the head is, is the, the driving 800 miles, the time on the road, the time away from your families. Um, that's the hardest part. I mean, um, to do this, you got to – the fishing side comes easy. It's at, at a core. It's, we all have a passion for it. So even on the, on the bad days, we're still enjoying – we're doing what we love. So, yeah. you know, the, that – while it's hard work, it's it's our passion. So you can kind of write that off. But, um, you know, the time on the road, time away from your families, uh, just the travel in general, um, I think is what a lot of people don't prepare themselves for. And, um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of highway time. I always say we're just glorified truck drivers. That's it. So. Hey, it's Alan Jones, Jr. And when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. Life is better outdoors. Relax and find your space at the beautiful vineyards, campground, and cabins on Grapevine Lake. Well known for its peaceful setting, lovely grounds, lakefront views, and accommodating Texas-friendly staff. Our full hookup sites can accommodate all bus or RV sizes and offer 50-amp service, many spacious pull-throughs, cable TV, and lightning-fast Wi-Fi. Our fully furnished cabins make it easy to feel miles away without actually roughing it. Enjoy a partially shaded private beach, large playground, fishing pier, water sport rentals, hiking trails, and more. The on-site camp store offers a wide selection of camping supplies, groceries, and gifts. Our landmark pavilion is perfect for your next reunion, rally, or wedding. You'll feel miles away from everything when you're only minutes from anything. Check out historic downtown Grapevine with various entertainment venues, large festivals and events, restaurants, wineries, shopping, and the new world-class Harvest Hall. The Vineyards Campground and Cabins, vineyardscampground.com. Hey, I want to let you know about something that's brand new and coming to South Dakota this fall, the Dead Rabbit Lodge. <laughs> you see, the owner received his higher learning from the University of South Dakota, the Coyotes. The dreaded enemy of the University of South Dakota Coyotes is the South Dakota State University Jackrabbits, therefore the name, the Dead Rabbit. The Dead Rabbit Lodge sits on the eastern bluffs of Big Blue Lake Oahe. The view from your giant western Canada red cedar lodging stretches from the dam to the south almost all the way up to North Dakota. 
The Big Lodge is finest splendor from top to bottom, perfect for big family or corporate groups. But the Dead Rabbit will also feature separate hotel-style rooms, a great game room and bar for entertaining, guest-only dining featuring the Rabbit's award-winning chef, oh, and about 40,000 acres of the finest pheasant hunting in the world. You won't forget the Dead Rabbit. Don't head to the country without stopping at Teskey's Outdoors and Weatherford. I'm Randy Jackson reminding you that we are on the way to the ranch just west of Weatherford on the south side of Interstate 20. We have rifles, pistols, shotguns, all from dependable names like Smith & Wesson, Browning, Beretta, Christensen, Bagara, Six Hour, Winchester, and many more. Be sure to ask about our used gun selection too. Teskey's Outdoors can deck you out for the field and the boat with outdoor wear from Patagonia, Cool, Sims, Howler Brothers, Ariat, Free Fly, Sitka, North Face, and many others. We are a one-stop shop on your way to the Rancher Lease with ammo for ducks, dove, quail, deer, varmints, and even tin cans. Heck, you can buy your hunting and fishing license at Teskey's Outdoors in Weatherford. Bring the trader, deer blinds, feed, and feeders available too. We have what you need and what you forgot to pack when you left the house. Teskey's Outdoors on the south side of Bay 20, just west of Weatherford. After spending a few days at Joshua Creek Ranch, I describe it as a sportsman's nirvana. We love creating a unique experience for each of our guests. You know, the interests can vary here from wing shooting to deer hunting to fly fishing to river kayaking. So we have a great variety of guests and... Um, we like for them to enjoy everything we have to offer. As I enjoyed the birth of a new day over the rolling hill country ranch that is Joshua Creek, I was amazed at the wildlife, quail, pheasants, native white-tailed deer, trophy class axis deer. We've worked hard on the habitat, planted improved grasses, really with the help of some wildlife biologists studied what would make the best habitat to keep our game here. Mm -hmm. We can hunt easily six seven eight groups and we don't try to do it on 40 acres i mean right. these people get to walk they get to see some country joe and ann kirchival invite you to enjoy this free range ranch just northwest of san antonio visit joshuacreek.com In Genesis chapter 9, God himself told man that if it flies, moves on the earth, or swims in the water, it is meat for us. What a gracious God we have. We celebrate that in this old camp house, Kinder Outdoors. Hey, welcome back. Glad you're in camp with us here at Kinder Outdoors, brought to you by Joshua Creek Ranch in the Texas Hill Country, endorsed by both Orvis and Beretta as one of the finest upland bird hunting spots on planet Earth. Book a hunt this spring. They'd love to have you. Learn more when you visit me at kinderoutdoors.com, and that's K-I-N-D-E-R. We're going to resume our conversation with Major League Fishing's Alton Jones, Jr., and then after that, we're cooking up a pot of gumbo with Master Chef John Bonnell. Stick around. <laughs> How do you, uh, when you're having a bad day or a bad tournament, uh, and you're not in the running, you're not going to do well, uh, how do you make yourself buckle down and focus? Is focus a hard thing to come by sometimes? You know, on those tough fishing days, um, I, I call it you got to avoid falling asleep at the wheel. Um, you know, in our format, there are times when, say, I'm out of it for the, for that event. Um, I don't have a chance to win any longer. But 
um, you know, there's an angler of the year race, there's point standings, and, and that means a lot in your career where you finish. So even if it's just one or two points, if it's the difference in finishing dead last and, and 78th, yeah. um, well, 78th is not a good finish at all. Those two points can mean a lot at the end of the year. Um, so you always have something to fish for, and, and when, it, when you hadn't had a bite for a long time, um, that's when I say you can get caught sleeping at the wheel, and you've got to avoid that. You've got to try to, no matter how long it's been since you've had a bite, you've got to always pretend like you just caught one. Yeah. You know, always feel like there's one looking at your bait. Um, and it, something about when, when you believe you're going to catch one, you fish different, you fish harder, you fish more thorough, and, um, you know, as long as you're not going through the motions, that's that's a big key. And yeah. uh, in this sport, I always say, you know, you fish enough if you're a good angler, you're going to have those great days. Yeah. You can't have a great day every day, but the, the key in this sport is consistency and minimizing your bad days, yeah. learning learning how to, to minimize those toughest days and just salvage them is, is, is how you get longevity in this sport. And I think that's the biggest key that a lot of anglers overlook. Yeah. You know, an NFL wide receiver might get thrown to three times in an entire game. A pro bass fisherman might get three bites all day long. You don't want to be asleep when that happens. Right. Yeah. You, yeah. You got to be ready. You got to capitalize on those few opportunities. Um, and, uh, you know, execution is a, is a huge, huge part of it. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, you, you got guys, you can lose one bass, and that's $100,000 right yeah. there. So you, you really you really got to pay attention at all times. You never know when that magic's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. Hey, talk to me a little bit about deep winter fishing. When it's really cold, it's set in, and it's here. Uh, you know, December, January. Most guys, you know, the boat's winterized, and they ain't going. But some guys go, and it can pay off big time. Yeah, uh, you know, in Texas, a lot of my favorite days to fish um, – are the nastiest weather days you can ever imagine. Um, you know, when it's spitting snow, rain, sleet, um, those fish become a little bit more active than they would be. Um, and, they, and they key in on the, you know, those big fronts that are coming through. A lot of times those are the days when I'll, I'll try to actually get out on the water. And it, as they get to those 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 deeper haunts, um, you know, everybody's throwing things like an Alabama rig and things like that. But you can't overlook something finesse like a drop shot. Um, they got a thing called a Demiki rig. It's it's yeah. just basically something to imitate a dying shad. Um, you know that that's what I'm looking at a, a suspending jerk bait fish slow. And don't overthink where these bass are going to hide. You know you're looking at creek channel swings, um, deep breaks, bluff ends, and uh, slow is the key. Whether it's dragging a jig or long pause on a on a on a jerk bait or slow roll on a spinner bait. You know um, the, these fish are are not going to be moving a lot. So you got to want to think you're gonna they're gonna want to look at your bait for a long period of time and uh, you're just gonna have to trick them into biting. But you know from December through the end of February, which is the coldest month of the year, is the best time to catch a share lunker. And you know that's all of our goals to catch that 13 pound plus fish or yeah. you know the, just the fish of a lifetime. Yeah. And uh, this is coming into the time of year to do it. And um, if you can put down that bow and arrow or that that shotgun <laughs> in, in the duck blind for a little bit, you're gonna give yourself a good chance of. Uh, catching a trophy yeah hey uh, fishing heals all wounds it's magical no matter what age you are and look at this i'm an old tcu horn frog and uh, alton jones jr m like my wife and like your dad before you bleeds green and gold baylor university uh it's amazing that we're sitting in the same room together here and getting along and smiling at each other yeah you know i almost had to walk out of the interview when you told me you were a horn frog fan um we actually we we lost to y'all, big upset. Y'all stormed the field. Um, uh, you know, it, it hurt, but uh, you know, I know, I know it's. Uh, oh, yeah. 
it, it, we call it the Holy War. You know, the yeah. two Christian schools in the yeah. Big 12. And um, so it, it's always a fun rivalry. We've had a lot of fun games over the yeah, years. Yeah, we have had. And I know what that sting feels like. We've been kicked by you guys a, a time or two. Uh, your dad and I always, when we visit, we talk about faith in Jesus Christ. And that's huge to you. And I know it sustains you going down the road and, and this rigorous lifestyle that you have, maintaining your relationships. Christ is everywhere in your life. Yeah, you know, he, he is the... The rhyme and the reason to uh, what I do. I, while I'm a I'm a fisherman, that's not what I want to be known for. Um, you know, an, an example is uh, you know our, our our good friend and competitor Aaron Martin just passed away from yeah. brain cancer. Um, and while he was an amazing angler, you know, if if you look at, at what people thought about him, it was how he treated people and his walk with Christ, um, yeah. and how how he was, um, you know, how close he was with it and devout he was, um, and using what he went through as a platform, and um, you know, he a great example um, to all of us, and and I try to, I try to live my life that way. I don't always do a good job of it, but um, you know, you, using using my uh, my fishing as a platform for a, for a bigger purpose. I I don't want to be known as a, a fisher of fish. Hopefully, a fisher of men someday. There you go. You know, a lot of us there's a lot of turns we can take, and and most of them are wrong in this life, but that is one safe bet. Follow the Lord, and you're going to be okay. Always good to see you, Al. Yeah, it was great. Thank you so much for having me on. Alton Jones, Jr. from Major League Fishing's Bass Pro Tour. Joshua Creek Ranch in the Texas Hill Country is not only a great upland bird opportunity, but, hey, talk to them about their mallard hunts. You'll see more ducks in a morning at Joshua Creek than you will all day in your duck blind. Take your dog. He's welcome, too. And after the hunt, how about a good duck gumbo? My friend John Bonnell, he's our camp house cook. He also happens to be a master chef. And has a great gumbo recipe. It all starts with a good roux. That's right. You got to start with a roux, and you got to you got to put a little love in your roux. Typically, a roux starts as a simple recipe. It's equal parts fat and flour, whether it's oil or butter or bacon fat or duck fat, some kind of fat and flour, equal parts, and then they need to be cooked to the right color of brown in a slow, consistent way. Uh, roux is the basis of gumbo. If you're not making roux, then you're just making soup. That right there is where your flavors start. Then you got to get some vegetables in there and the freshest possible ingredients. We like to make a seafood gumbo here, and, you know, lots of different fish will work. Nothing too oily. I wouldn't go with your, your kingfish, your blues, your salmon, mackerel, but anything like a snapper. Um, obviously, your shellfish work great, lobster, crab, shrimp. Oysters work well in a gumbo. But I think speckled trout, redfish, snapper, grouper, that entire uh, family all works well for gumbo. Many times, and we talk about the roux, many times I'll eat a, a, a gumbo somewhere. I always have to try the gumbo if it's on the menu. And the first bite just blows your head off. People have to, uh, they think they have to, to put gasoline in there or something. I don't know. I, I don't know what it is. Some people tend to just kind of fly off the handle when it comes to gumbo. But to me, the, the most important part of your gumbo is your base. You have to have a good roux, good vegetables, your okra, and your acidity, and, and seasonings all need to balance. And we make our base first then to order right before uh, lunch service or right before dinner service, that's when we add in our proteins. If we're going to do uh, andouille sausage or tasso, chicken, shrimp, crawfish, any of those, we saute those quickly and add them to our gumbo right at the last minute. Um, if it's something that needs to braise for a long time, if you're doing beef or pork or sometimes wild game, it may need to simmer for a long time. But most of the time we're making gumbo with stuff that cooks very quickly and we add it at the last minute. I don't want them cooking in there for too long. Master Chef John Bonnell. Boy, today would be a great day for a gumbo, wouldn't it? Uh, hey, i got to get out of here. I've got a little deer hunt coming up today. But 
I do want to thank you for hanging out with us. I want to thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for the time we've had together. And I want to invite you back next time around. Until then, may God bless you and your bunch. (laughs) 